When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's something about a new year that feels fresh and motivating. In 2020, we're not only entering a new year, but a whole new decade. What a great opportunity to reflect, refresh, and turn a new leaf. But goal setting and goal achieving are surprisingly hard to pull off. Worry not, because there are actually some psychology hacks that will help you to rock your goals instead of abandoning them. Welcome back to Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Jade Wu, and every week I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. So how many times have you started a new year feeling gung-ho, say, about exercising, only to have your enthusiasm fizzle out by February? Or told yourself you were going to meditate daily and then never even got started on your path to inner tranquility? Well, motivation is a tricky thing, but there's some good news. Your past struggles don't mean you can't find success in the future. Motivation is like an engine you can tune. As long as you tinker with it the right way, it will perform better. So let's look at four psychological hacks today for tinkering with your particular motivation engine as you set your goals for 2020. So number one, set a learning goal instead of an achievement goal. Usually when we set goals, we think of what we want to achieve, what thresholds we want to be able to say we crossed. So things like losing 20 pounds, earning a 3.5 GPA, getting a promotion at work, getting that title. These goals are specific and concrete. That's good. But research shows that setting long-term performance goals based on achievement outcomes may not be as effective as setting goals for what you want to learn. Entering MBA students who set goals for the skills and knowledge they wanted to gain, like learning to network effectively, felt more satisfied by the end of their program and earned higher GPAs compared to their peers who only set achievement-based goals like earning higher GPA. So let's look at an alternative to the weight loss goal I just mentioned. How about instead of setting a goal to lose 20 pounds, Setting one that might be improving your nutrition knowledge by learning five new healthy lunch recipes. Not only does this offer a more specific target for your goal, doesn't it feel a lot more achievable? The second hack for setting effective goals is to make sure that the goal is attached to a life value. How do you choose your goals? Are they inspired by what your friends are doing? Are they prescribed by your doctors, bosses, teachers, or other authority figures? Where your goals come from has a big impact on whether you'll achieve them or even attempt them. One place they could come from is your own life values. Values are not the same as goals. Imagine you're sailing a boat on the ocean. Goals are like the islands on the horizon that you want to reach. Values, instead, are like the North Star that points you in the right direction. 
Not everyone's North Star is the same when it comes to values, and it's important to know what big picture things matter to you overall so they can help you navigate. For some, for example, social connection is a major life value. So perhaps for these people, a good goal would be to find new ways to connect with their friends. Perhaps making an effort to physically visit an old friend they haven't seen for years. For some, achieving influence and power is a life value, in which case maybe their goal can be to create or learn to create a more visible public platform for influencing political policy. For some, being engaged with nature is a life value. And for them, perhaps a value-based goal is to start a garden or save money for camping equipment. So ask yourself whether your goals are just another to-do list item or if they're actually based on your larger life values. If not, make some adjustments. If your goals reflect values you hold dearly and deeply, you're more likely to be successful than if your goal is just another should. The third hack that we're going to talk about is making the goal about a challenge and not about a threat. If your goal is based on a threat, you're less likely to achieve it than if it's based on a challenge. So here are some examples. Here's a threat. If I don't decrease my blood pressure, I'll get closer to having a heart attack. Here's the challenge version of that. I want to decrease my blood pressure so I can be healthier for longer. Here's another threat. I need to step up with my studying because I'll fail the semester if I don't. And the challenge version, I need to create a new study routine for myself so I can become the type of student I want to be. And last threat, I have to figure out how not to push my new boss's wrong buttons so I don't continue to have a rocky relationship with her. The challenge version, I want to reset my relationship with my new boss by learning new communication skills at work. Do you notice the difference? The threat versions of the goals are kind of scary sounding. If you're not making progress towards your threat-based goal, you might find yourself avoiding dealing with the situation altogether. But the challenge-based versions are more hopeful and forward-looking, and they give you more of a direction to strive toward. And last, but certainly not least, here is the last psychological hack to really cinch the deal, and that is to sign a contract with someone. So who knows about your goals, and how much detail did you share with them? When it comes to motivation, we humans are very much social animals. Sometimes a little social pressure can help us achieve what we want. There's something about committing a goal to someone else that just makes it easier to stick with it or perhaps harder to give up. If you've already announced your 2020 goals at the dinner table or on Twitter, good for you. Now you've got people to keep you accountable. That's especially true if you've asked friends to check in with you about your goal throughout the year. But you can take it even a step further by signing a social contract with someone. Yes, I do mean a literal contract that lays out in black and white what specifically you're committing to and how you'll measure your progress. What timeline have you set? What rewards will you get for achieving the goal? Both you and your witness should sign this document and agree to review it together at a predetermined time. Now, this might sound like overkill, but it really works. When it comes to increasing their exercise level, people who signed social contracts with their healthcare providers had a high success rate. The contract works on each person for a different reason, 
Maybe it served as a memory jogger, provided more social support, or helped them to problem solve. But the key takeaway is that signing the contract really helped. So go ahead and look forward to a 2020 challenge. Sign a contract with a friend to learn about nutritional planning because being healthy is a life value. And if you want to share your 2020 goals with me, I would be very happy to be the person that you become accountable to. So let me know what your goals are on Twitter and Facebook. I'm at QDT Savvy Psych and also at Jade Wu PhD. And if you'd like psychology tips delivered straight to your inbox in 2020, subscribe to the Savvy Psychology newsletter. You can also make sure you don't miss an episode by subscribing on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Meanwhile, I again wish you a very happy 2020 full of fulfilling life values and goals. Savvy Psychologist is audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg and edited by Karen Hertzberg. As always, Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and does not substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you next week again for a happier, healthier mind. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches Podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The Anxiety Coaches because healing begins the first time you listen.